This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. I'm your returning host, Chewburger84, and joining me as always is DeHooch. How are you, mate? Hi! <laughs> oh, God, let's not continue this. <laughs> Jesus. It's been in front of the pre-show. Uh, unfortunately, no Hebrew Hammer this week. Um, unfortunately, he decided uh, to revisit the uh, doctor who gave him that infamous prostate exam. And uh, yeah, let's just say that uh, that doctor has become more violent. So uh, he'll be limping back onto the podcast next week, folks. I thought you were going to say he decided um, to shack up with him. Yeah, they're, they're right away together to Mexico. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Because he uh, he touched him in a place that uh, you know no one else can. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good for them. I'm happy for them. Mm. All right, this is the nerdy news of the week, ladies and gents. It is the 27th of March for context. There is a lot happening. We cut like a lot of stories this week and still feels like we just have thousands more there's so much to talk about yes um but before we do some shameless shilling if you are enjoying this pod folks make sure you tell your friends about it uh, make sure you go and rate and review us on apple Podcasts. i can't stress enough how much that helps us just for one to two seconds of your day and then uh, if you really want to support the show patreon.com forward slash a n r pod now a really sad news story to start the week uh jessica walter who is the voice of uh, Mallory on uh, Archer, or Mm. Archer's mother, and also the infamous uh, matriarch of the Bluth family in Arrested Development, has unfortunately passed away at 80 years old. And just a hilarious actress. Like, her performances, man, she was just unbelievable at what she did. Oh, yeah. She was fantastic. I, I, I... you'll be hard pressed to find somebody like are, are they still doing archer did they get the season renewed or man i don't know i don't know how you do that show without that because that dynamic between archer and his mother is such a driving force in that whole story absolutely i just don't know how you continue that on or even if the cast would want to because i know I've, I've heard that they're pretty tight-knit yeah but then how what do you do who comes in and takes over isis I think what they'll probably, I think the only thing that would make sense is if you kind of, you kill off the mother somehow and then they either just, you know, don't replace that or they do some kind of like uh, father centric, which they have done a few times story or like really bring in like a stepmom kind of angle. And like maybe they go into the whole, you know, him trying not to bone his new mom type thing because he's trying to displace these kind of creepy feelings that he had anyway back then. Who knows? There is hilarity to be had by a new character, but. I, I just don't know what they do from here. I'll be curious to see. <laughs> I think it would be a great idea if if they did handle her passing within the story as her handing over the reins of Isis to Woodhouse. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, everything in the world there is to someone that's not Arja. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, from there into massively good news, though, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is obviously a game that was uh, very positively received last year. And they have decided they're going to make that into a movie, which is obviously good news already. But number two is that it is going to be uh, Chad Stahelski. Stahelski? How do you say that? Stahelski? I don't know. Stahelski? From the John Wick series is going to be directing it. Yay. Anything from John Wick is good by me. (laughs) There's a lot of like John Wicks recently uh, linking out. So this is coming from this Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions, uh, which has obviously got a few irons in the fire over the next 12 months. Uh, And look, anything that's bringing out a samurai movie that's good. It's been a long time since we've had a really good samurai movie. Like it's always been a very rich fodder, but doing it right is very hard to do. And they always end up casting someone like Tom Cruise or... (laughs) Matt Damon and it all goes to shit. So, well, look, they've been okay, the movies those guys have been in. So I I would love to see a very authentic, very love lettery to Japan uh, or feudal Japan, especially um, stylized film with authentic actors like the game. Because I think that's what spoke that experience and that authenticity is why so many people love that game. So I think leaning into that is, is what we should be doing. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, I never finished the game. And it's neither did I. I want to go back and finish. Although, like, didn't Pika say the multiplayer was like really fun? Yeah, I don't know whether they just did like a one patch, whether they're going to continue to support it. But he he was saying that yeah, the whole mechanics of it was actually quite good. 
Yeah. Um, but there's been so many other games that sort of released that we've we've had to sort of cover those instead. Yeah. But it would be good for all of us to jump back on and uh, rip out some Ghost of Tsushima. I think I'm waiting for the inevitable PS5 upgrade. Yeah, uh, is where that. I'm kind of at right now. Yeah, yeah snobbery. <laughs> uh, why not? Yeah, I don't but, like, we paid for it. Why not? Be snobby. I know. Now, obviously, one of the ways that we love to stay in touch with people is through Discord. And I think overwhelmingly worldwide, is it the biggest gamer like communication platform, do you think? Do you think Discord is the number one right now? Uh, Must be. I can't think of anything bigger than Discord because just everybody who's in the gaming uses discord or knows somebody and then not not just through like keeping communication with your friends but to find new communities to talk to and be in connection with yeah because like i know that a lot you'd be on destiny or whatnot and like if you're looking for an alliance on reddit or something you're like oh you must have line i'm like i'm not downloading that shit you know what i mean like there's <laughs> there's not too many alternatives to discord i think it's kind of the thing i mean there is some geo blocking in some countries like for me it's challenging to use voice on discord as much as i'd love to and i yeah. think that without nitro there's a lot of features locked behind that paywall too if you want to use it for things like you know data sharing files or you know high-end streaming or whatever mm -hmm. um but there's a lot there and there's a lot of people on the platform so microsoft at true to form you know with taking over <laughs> the world uh has decided that should be the next thing they go after so yeah they could potentially buy discord as early as next month uh, for more than ten billion dollars, I saw a, I saw one news quote yesterday that said eleven point two. Oof. So how does that fit into their community portfolio? Like, how do they utilize Discord? Is it a thing where they fold in that technology into maybe uh, the Xbox uh, app or or whatever on PC? Or can you, mm -hmm. like, like, how does that work, right? There's, not to, not yeah. to mention, it supports stuff other than, like, Microsoft games. Well, see, here's the thing. If you have, I mean, the Xbox Game Pass app kind of sucks. Do you know what I mean? Like, the oh, functionality is yeah. not great. You know, the whole thing's a little bit off. Um, but it has all the Xbox games, uh, Xbox Game Pass games on there. So it's fine in that sense, you know? Um, I think if you got this and you made that the ecosystem for Game Pass, I think it's perfect because mm. you're linking people. It, you've got the ability to find multiplayers because let's face it, like player bases for games is important for multiplayer, especially yep. if it's a little bit older. Yep. And if you're on Game Pass, I mean, it's going to be instantly you your community numbers shoot through the roof. So by already having a native Discord community built in, you're good to go. And it's incredible how many like mobile gaming developers especially use Discord as a way of interacting and getting feedback from their communities. Mm -hmm. So the way that Microsoft kind of then has their little tendrils out into everything that's Discord related uh, is huge. And it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if like some devs say, all right guys, sorry, we can't have the community page on Discord anymore. We have to figure out a new way to communicate with our friends or maybe there's enhanced options, you know, because then they can promote out certain communities from you know their twitter or their platforms or advertise it on the native xbox screen or whatever there's there's so much you can do with this but if, if it becomes the defaulted like inbuilt chat that links people between mobile and pc and you know uh xbox or crazily enough maybe even playstation because obviously it's a multi-platform thing right now yep it could be huge yeah 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 i i, I don't know what changes i i know whether it is to acquire it and then figure it out a lot of people suggested if they bundled in the features of Nitro as yet another perk for Game Pass Ultimate, I think that's a very, very strong suit to keep subs because I know for us, that'd make a very big difference if we can make our servers free Nitro. Yeah, that would be great, yeah. Oh yeah, because there's features I like, but I don't like them enough to pay for them. You know, not <laughs> when I'm already, I could just use a different platform to get those individual bits and pieces. But if you get them all in one place like Discord, that'd be perfect. Mm -hmm. So we will see. Uh, the Witcher TV series. I know you never really played the Witcher games, did you? Neither the games nor did I get in the series. And I know it's super bad and I'm super embarrassed that that's the case. But yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's an unfortunate thing. I did play like The Witcher 3 for like an hour or so. And I liked it. I got to play some Gwent. But I think something nice. else came up. Usually what happens is these games come out and I start playing them and then another game comes out and I start playing that game and never go back to the other game. 
I always find it's those big open world ones are the ones you put down too. Because you think, well, I can go play this. That'll be 10 to 15 hours of like a single player narrative. And then I'll come back to this monstrosity at some point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, eventually you do, but it's like years later. That was me with Skyrim. Like, I think oh. it took me four or five years before I actually went back and finished Skyrim properly, you know, and did all the major uh, plot points of yeah. that and the couple of expansions afterwards. So, yeah, I, I can see that. So, look, obviously the TV series uh, for Netflix was a runaway success. Uh, Henry Cavill obviously carrying that boat over there. Uh, but they started doing some casting as well for the prequel, which I didn't realize it actually moved out of, you know, we would like to do this, but we're not sure yet, to it is definitely happening, it's, which yeah. is called uh, Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, which is going to go back to the origin of the witches nice. and uh, you know tell that story, which is pretty cool. I like the idea of that. Yep, I agree. Uh, I I think that's a you see that a lot when a game is successful or sorry when a franchise or a TV show is successful and it starts up at one point. Everybody's like, "Well, what happened in the beginning?" And you always have to go back and do the prequel. <laughs> yeah, no man, I like it a lot. But this is actually the second Witcher spinoff. Did you know that? Wait, what was the first one? Uh, so the other one's called uh, The Nightmare of the Wolf, uh, which is going to be an animated movie focusing on Vesemir. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I had no idea they were doing. Because I can't remember, who was the actor that was saying was going to be tied to Vesemir? It was uh, someone I big. Remember. I can't remember now. I don't remember um, who that was. Yeah, so uh, they already had Jodie Turner-Smith, um, who was playing the character Eli, or Eli, which is set about 1,200 years before The Witcher story. And uh, then the guy was added this week is Lawrence O'Fuarain, uh, who's one of those characters that you'd recognize um, from, I think he was in Vikings as well as um, Game of Thrones. So he's going to be playing uh, Fjol, okay. uh, who's basically a warrior tasked with defending a king. But yeah, so Jodie Turner-Smith and uh, those two, we basically playing the two. And her character is playing the role of an elite warrior with a great singing voice. So, <laughs> okay. Reasoning say they're pretty committed to having a bard character in every show, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. They're just chasing that bag of success of toss a coin to your yeah. <laughs> Yes. You reckon that's probably the two biggest like nerd songs that hit charts in the last couple of years? Toss a coin to your Witcher and um, Agatha's song. Agatha. I think are probably yeah. the two. Well, Agatha, definitely, because that hit number oh. one, right? Did it go to number one? Or did it? I don't, I don't know if it did. I know it was, I know it was really top 100 last time I looked at that story. It wouldn't surprise me. It sounds like a very <laughs> thing to happen because that show was massive. Yeah. yeah. How many shows have crashed the Disney service several weeks in a row? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy too because they're saying that uh, Winter Falcon came out the strongest too. It's, it's the biggest opening of all the Disney Plus um, launches so far. Really? Okay. Yeah. I guess yep. they got their servers under control. Uh, I guess so. I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, it, whichever one is the newest one is probably going to be the biggest one as new people get Disney Plus or HBO Max, whatever it is. It seems yeah. like whoever's the most recent is probably going to win. Although Justice League, I do believe, fell behind Wonder Woman 84. But then in saying that Wonder Woman 84 was a brand new movie, this yeah. is basically like a 1.5 making of something. You know, 1.1. Yeah. So... Very different. Now, Hooch, uh, you and I chose out what we want to have, the community bias for our Christmas presents this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Let's make it happen. Oh, it's so ludicrous. <laughs> I, I, don't, I wouldn't even want this if I had the money. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of awesome as concept, but it's also, I think, hugely douchely. Yeah. So we were looking at a Star Wars watch that costs 150 grand uh, called the Death Star Ultimate Collector Set from um, a Switzerland-based company called Cross, K-R-O-S-S. -S. It was actually developed in conjunction with Lucasfilm. Like, the amount yeah. of, like, partnerships that went into making these goddamn watches is yeah. crazy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so 150000 US dollars. So what do you get for that? It is a pretty good-looking watch. I'm not going to lie. It has, like, a really great sort of sports frame. It has, like, some loose bits in the middle. And then right in the middle is the framework of the Death Star, including that little... Uh, sensor array that blasts the shit out of things. You know, it's all there. <laughs> yes, the, the, yeah. Which is pretty the, cool. Like the details, high level. They've got some of like the imperial. What what is that language called with all the little dashes and stuff they used to see on all the control systems within the empire? Yeah, I, I don't. I, have, I don't know I, if I know. Yeah, I I thought I don't know what that language actually is, or what that. Yeah. Means. 
So that's on the side of the watch as well. I'm sure there's like a translation somewhere. Uh, and then what they do to throw in to definitely make up the value of $150,000 <laughs> is uh, they throw in some uh, movie prop kyber crystals with a storage house from um, uh, a Rogue One story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's interesting. Now, unsurprisingly, even though they've been advertised for a little while, none of them have sold yet. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, just a tad on the expensive side. But then we were looking through this story and funnily enough, like we thought this was cool, but then we saw the Batmobile desk clock. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was that one for? Like forty grand? Uh, tw- oh, well, it's a bargain at uh, twenty nine thousand nine hundred US. There it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. A, now a- this thing looks insanely good because it is obviously the Keaton nineteen eighties Batman. It looks slick as hell. Yeah. But I mean, for thirty grand, it would want to have a, an actual propulsive jet in mm-hmm. the back mm-hmm. that you could physically sit on as an adult and just, <laughs> just ride. Just- at 4,000 kilometers an hour. I mean, like, you'd want it to have something for that kind of money. Yeah. Um, now, one of those has sold. Oh. Because they have, like, um, ID numbers on them. So you can actually see on the limited edition, there was, like, oh. I think eight ever made or something, and one of them is now gone. So, wow. Yeah. It looks pretty awesome. But it's a clock at the end of the yeah. day. Like, I, mean, it's, I have that on my iPhone. Yeah. So. Well, literally everywhere, there's a clock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you had like billions, like this is this is a Bezos or Musk purchase. I mean, it's that, it's that level of, what's the point? Frivolity, yes. Yeah. Now, uh, we know that uh, we are pretty much underway very shortly for Black Adam. It's starting its filming very soon. Uh, obviously, Dwayne has been, or Dwayne Johnson has been promoting it very heavily on his social media. And one of the big news to break this week is that uh, Dr. Fate has been cast and it is none other than former james bond himself pierce brosnan i think this is a really good casting i like him in this a lot yeah yeah i i I agree i mean you haven't seen a whole bunch of stuff with dr fate in it but still no the 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 fact that yeah yeah pierce brosnan my only worry is that he might be a little bit too suave (laughs) because dr Dr. fate's kind of like boring and ominous and you know, he's very straight-laced and, like, very devoid of personality. Whereas, you know, Pierce Brosnan is charming as fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But then when, when you look at it and go, okay, well, if you don't cast him, like, who would you put in the role? And it's like, well, I don't know who I would put in instead of him right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Has Dr. Fate always been British? I don't know. Or does it matter? I kind of like hear him as more British, I think. It kind of makes more sense to me to have that kind of very wizardry kind of vibe to it. Okay. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. So I I think this is really good casting. I think it's pretty good. Um, We've got him there. Uh, Is this coming out before Shazam 2? I think think, it might be. Yes. Because I think Black Adam, they're, they're starting to film Black Adam next month, right? That's right. Yeah, I don't think Shazam 2 started yet. Exactly. The Wrath of the Gods or Fury of the Gods, whatever that thing's called. Yeah. I think it isn't Black Adam supposed to be in Shazam 2? I actually don't know. We, we all theorized that and we've talked about that before that it would make sense for obviously to be that crossover because everyone wants to see Shazam versus Black Adam. We yep. all want to see that happen. Yep. For me, it kind of feels like having Billy Batson have one more day out at the office first before that crossover makes more sense. Yeah. Like, okay. make that the pinnacle of the trilogy. Like, you know, make your Kong movie, make your Godzilla movie, then make them fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the natural ending. Although, yeah. in this case, they wasted two by putting out two very shitty Godzilla movies instead. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that next week, actually. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, and I think somebody was saying, like, what what do you have to watch moving going forward, right? Going into this, what should you have seen uh, movie-wise? Mm. I think somebody mentioned uh, the what, the last Godzilla, King of the Monsters, right? And then Kong Skull Island, I think, where they said were the two that you really should watch before you come into this. Well, I, th- I feel like Kong, you could probably even skip, though, because, I mean, it's telling, obviously, a little bit about Kong himself, but at the same time, you know, I don't think you need to have seen it. It has some good sequences in it. But I remember watching it on a plane and falling asleep halfway through. And they having to, like, reboot it. It was, like, not that level of entertainment. It wasn't great. Yeah. But, you know, Godzilla, the second one feels more important because it's really telling that story of 
the Titans. Yeah. And like the fact that, you know, they've been around there and humanity's debating what to do with them, whether they try to control them or kill them or whatever. So, I mean, I guess there is enough narrative plot points to, you know, watch all three and get something out of them that, you know, makes you feel prepared for Godzilla versus Kong. But I just don't know how much of that is necessary. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't plan on going back and, and watching <laughs> any of them before. Uh, mm. Maybe if I can, if I get the time, I'll try to throw out the Kong King of the. I have seen Skull Island already, and somebody said there's like a little bit of reference, or there's some references, I guess, to Skull mm. Island. So I've already seen Skull Island. I didn't see Godzilla King of the Monsters, so maybe I'll try to watch that before I head into. Uh, what do we, what do we call it? Uh. Uh, oh, Kongzilla. Know. Kongzilla. Thank you. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you reckon's gonna win? Uh, King Kong. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Godzilla's gonna win round one. Um, he's gonna go off and like figure out how to become Kong Super Saiyan or something, mm-hmm. and I think Kong wins at the end. <laughs> Kong like, Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they've pretty much said that there will be two battles between the two titular characters, and that one of them will win. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen stories in the past where like Godzilla does come back to life. So mm-hmm. it kind of does make sense that he does die. And then we, you know, you kind of do like the death of Superman style Godzilla story. And then the resurrection where he comes back and saves the world from some kind of interstellar kaiju that comes through or interdimensional kaiju. It mm-hmm. gets very Pacific Rim at that point. Ooh. Oh, we'll see. People have said they didn't like the second one. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't like the first one, to be honest. I think <laughs> oh. both of the Godzilla movies were pretty average, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. as well as Skull Island. I don't think any of them are strong. The fact they've committed to that and cancelled so many great movie trilogies yeah. that could have been awesome really astounds me that this is the one. I mean, obviously, the potential for it is massive. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming they made a shit ton of money, too, um, yeah. Yeah, as these movies do. Like, look at the Jurassic World series. We talked before that the movies themselves are pretty dog shit, but God, wasn't it two of them are in the top 20 banked movies of all time, we said last week. Uh, so. You mean like Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, not fucking Godzilla. <laughs> no, I thought you said, you said Jurassic World. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Now, Hitman is obviously a game that's had a massive resurgence since IO uh, Studios took that over. They've done some great work with those games, of which I still need to play. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the popularity increased so much that now it is going to be yet another one of the video game uh, programs hitting the big screens or little screens. It's going to be a yeah. TV screen, a TV show. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, now again, one of the John Wick writers, uh, Derek Kolstad, is also writing that series. <laughs> so the question though is like, who has more influence, writing or directing, on what the final product is? Right. Obviously not writing because they just write it. They may make some changes or whatever, but it's up to the director to like create what we see. Does that make sense? I think it depends on the collaboration between the writers and the director. Because sometimes it's pretty rigid. Like you have some directors that go, no, that's the script. Stop dicking with it. Like yeah. it's perfection. This is my vision. Yeah. And there are others that just go, hey man, that was pretty genius what you did there with that little ad lib. Can we try that again? And if you get another version, throw it at it. And then other directors that have like a super loose, loose platform of, okay, this is a scene that we need to achieve. You guys just spit and see what happens. So yeah. I think it depends on the script. I think with a lot of the Disney stuff, it's definitely the writers for the most part. I okay. think the most of the job's done before, you know, someone like a Favreau gets to it. And then they just pour the love and attention on top. Um, others like, you know, Judd Apatow is infamous. It just, you know, uh, whatever happens in front of the camera, we'll figure out what the best version of that is and go with it. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's one approach. Now, blasphemy though—he's gonna have hair. Boo! Yeah, <laughs> he's not supposed to have hair. I know. What's that about? So not yeah, we'll have to wait and see. So yeah, they're they're really selling that assassin story. So the fact they've got a John Wick person attached to this, like that's the perfect vibe for Hitman forty for yeah. forty-seven. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, other than the hair thing, I'm sure that's probably how that series will end. It'll be him shaving his head off, or maybe somewhere through where he finds Ooh. the barcode. Like, I'm sure they're oh, going to yeah. be the amnesia story. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, now, we've mentioned Nicolas Cage quite a few times on this <laughs> podcast. Because uh, obviously, he's just the greatest. He's in everything. So, But I'll tell you what he's not going to be in, though. What? 
is the National Treasure TV series, which is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Eh, I think I have a chance to make that show better. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of weird to ditch your main characters completely. Like, whether it, it seems like it's not going to be, like, in-world and a continuation. It is going to be a reimagining uh, where they've recast the lead of his character to a uh, Latina woman is how they're going to be doing it. So it's going to be focused on a character mm. called Jess Morales, yep. uh, which is a 20-year-old girl who sets off on an adventure with her friends to find lost treasure and uncover the secret of her mysterious family history. Why not just call it what it is, which is Dora the Explorer. I was about uh, to say. La- the lady <laughs> is. This, is. is Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the Dora? Obviously, there's no reason for you to have watched the Dora the Explorer movie. But just in no. the off chance, did okay. Because I'm going to spoil something. One of the funniest parts about this show, about the movie, is there's a part where it's animated, like Dora, the the cartoon. Right. Yeah. It that that part was the only part of the movie that made me kind of chuckle. Okay. Well, what happened? That was so funny. Uh. Well, no, just the fact that they're out in the middle of the jungle. They wind up eating mushrooms, and the mushroom trip that they have is everything turns into the oh, cartoon. Oh, okay. No, that's the funny part. There yeah. you go. I was going to say, there's the gag. Yeah, yeah there's that's the pretty gag. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Other, other than that, the, the most fun part of that movie was my uh, then, I want to say he was three, uh, three-year-old son ratting us out for sneaking candy in the movies by loudly announcing to everyone, shh, don't tell anybody we're sneaking candy in. Uh-huh. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah there you go so yeah uncaged i don't know i don't know i mean like i'm all for these reimaginings and retellings of the stories right but i don't i mean why not just make this movie of you know a latino explorer why give it the name national treasure because everything about this that was natural treasure which was nick cage that other dude that's kind of it's not steve zahn it's the other guy i think the one that's always that sidekicky dude um And uh, and Sean Bean inevitably dying at the end. So. <laughs> My wife was watching. Was it Medici or something? And I see. Is that Sean Bean? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, He's gonna die. He's gonna die. And then I walk yeah. out. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, That's how it works. Now. Did he die? Has he died yet? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't see the need to keep the name because everything about the original is gone. And she says like it's a, it's about her family history, but there's no. I'm gonna steal this for the Declaration of Independence. You know, there's none yeah. of that in here. Yeah, so, the, the whole idea of national treasure was was to steal objects that were national treasures for our nation, right? Yeah, I so want that to be the plot of season two. Like the end of season one is like we have to track down Nicolas Cage. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, that, if that's what they do, I'm back in. Yeah. We'll I mean, see. I mean, it's yeah. on Disney Plus. There's no shortage of things to watch there, but I think if I do find some time, okay, okay, I'll check it out. But yeah. it's not massive. The chip shortage. Okay. We should probably really talk about this because Ooh. I think it's going to become a bigger news story throughout 2021. Yes. For so many reasons. So everyone knows that it's pretty hard right now to get your hands on a PS5 or an Xbox. Unless you live here, by the way. I uh, I sent some photos out in the Discord yesterday. I went to three toy stores yesterday, both of which had like a dozen PlayStation 5s in stock. That's not cool. Well, I mean, yeah, you feel like a holiday somewhere, Dubai's open, guys. You know, come in, do a couple of days quarantine and get your PlayStation and fuck off. You know, it's, it's, I can't believe I, this is always Dubai. They know that people hate waiting for toys and they always order enough to make sure there's enough to go around. So I was really surprised by that. Xboxes were a little bit harder to get earlier last month, yeah. uh, but they seem to be back in stock now. So Dubai is one of the weird places that, yeah, you probably can. So I'd check out if you've got like a, a shop and ship or one of those online platforms that has like a you set their local address so they'll ship locally from that retailer and then they'll ship to you i'd be trying that if i was you guys oh man yeah yeah order it from here ship it to you well first of all i gotta get that xbox money that comes yeah well buy get two of these and then with what you can sell that other one back to with someone in america you can probably buy another three (laughs) Or, or, or get lucky and find a GPU. Well, and that's the other thing as well, like the NVIDIA. This is all basically coming around because the chips that they're using seemingly in all of these are in, almost impossible to find, right? It's gotten to a point where the blockchain uh, through all of this manufacturing process has fallen to pieces to the point where I think Biden's actually called for an investigation into it now as oh, of this wow. week. 
Yeah, he's basically saying, look, something is really fucked up with this. Like, this demand that's been created out of nowhere is having knock-on effects already. Like, if it's creating issues here, I'm imagining with things like not only computer and software development, but there must be, like, military shortages for shit as well. Because, you know, uh, electronics drive helicopters, tanks, you know, warships, whatever. Yeah. Uh, So it's pretty bad. And it means if this keeps on going, they're saying that things like mobile phones... Uh, will start oh, to become shit. more scarce, right? So then what they're worried about is that what's happened with consoles with scalping, what's happened with GPUs with scalping, and even the companies now re-releasing older products and jacking up the price on those as well, is just going to have this knock-on effect that maybe the pricing of phones skyrockets because they're oh. so much harder to actually manufacture. Oh, uh, or maybe manufacturers drop off because places like you know um huawei and apple just buy all the existing chips yeah they basically squeeze out all those up-and-coming developers so competition dies like you know then you got the cars like ford gm and nissan have all spoken out the fact that the electric vehicles that they're all talking about over the last 12 months which have been really gaining momentum they can't keep making those if they don't have the chips that's true that's yep that's just crazy like everything hey look one positive is uh, Skynet is farther away then. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they'll develop some like quantum computing. Well, th- this is actually a positive thing though, in a way, is that every time shit like this happens, look at how many advances we made during COVID. Oh yeah. Go- Do you know what I mean? Like the entire work sector was overhauled in a year. Yep. So that companies are now like, fuck, we could just have everyone work from home. This is perfect. They're yep. in an office space. They can use their own electricity. There's no transit time. So no one can say, oh, sorry, mate, there was heavy traffic. There's yep. no downtime. It's all good. So we saw that happen very quickly. We saw, you know, medical technologies that were, you know, semi-proven beforehand, accelerated through testing and given large amounts of like resources and infrastructure. It's been awesome. And we know that quantum computing has had quite a few breakthroughs over the last 24 months. We're starting to see some real positives. So maybe this forces them to go into the new realm or whether they start looking at less processing and more AI, which that's how Skynet gets here faster. Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks. You just had to ruin yeah. my freaking vibe. Well, I mean, we just talked about in the last uh, gaming episode is obviously, you know, uh, Bloodborne. They went back and used AI upscaling to make this happen. But oh, yeah. yeah, the fact this is going to have a knock on. And then, of course, there's the other side of this, which is like worldwide shipping in general has been a real problem with COVID because there's a big like lack of containers. There's been a couple of accidents. There's a lot of things already out on the water. So like global shipping rates have gone up a little bit anyway. Um, Have you been following what's been happening in the Suez Canal this week? I have been following it, but I keep seeing like there's a blockage or something. So I didn't even know this thing was a thing. Did you guys get taught this in school? I didn't. Uh, Get taught what? About the Suez Canal and how it cuts through? Yeah, Uh, it's basically like a straight line cut that they basically made this artificial canal that goes from the Mediterranean into the Red Sea. So basically, instead of like a boat having to go all the way from Europe around the southern tip of Africa and back up again to hit something like, you know, Dubai, they just literally drive through the middle, right? And it saves days to weeks of transport time. And it must be safer too, because I could imagine the weather that might whip off off the southern coast of Africa could be a bit nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Now, very uh, Austin Powers 2 style, a boat has gotten itself jammed in the middle. (laughs) And apparently 14% of the world's trade goes through that canal daily. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Right? And they're saying every day that that stops is probably costing the worldwide economy about $12 billion. Oh, God. And how many days has it been now? I think this is day five or six today. Oh. Yeah. And now they're talking about the fact that given how far it's wedged in, they're worried this could drag out for minimum days, but possibly weeks. Oh. So you factor in all these things combined. uh, I think you're going to see the prices on a lot of shit go through the roof. And I think things are going to go into even more scarcity. I think we're going to have a bit of a rough year. And to be honest, that's why probably on the pod in the last couple of months, every episode of like we played we saw is me going oh so i bought this thing right because i'm i'm legitimately worried if i wait i just won't get it because dubai relies so much on and australia is a bit the same actually on shit having to come from somewhere else yeah 
Yeah, yeah. it makes sense that so you could snap it up now while you could. I just upgraded everything that I planned on buying for the year. Like I'm I'm literally gonna be spending F all except on actual games this year because I've got everything I want now. I'm there good. Go. So well I say that until I see like a sick lightsaber or something next week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a nut situation, man. Like it's incredible that, you know, this this force of like putting everyone home and and investing into tech and getting into gaming, it's been awesome. But there is a hardware component the world has to keep up with this increased stuff and you run out of some semiconductors and then that leads into chips and that leads into less cars less phones less computers less everything it's crazy it just goes to show how fragile the system is well that's the biden investigation they're requesting is like why is this happening because mm -hmm. we cannot have this be a thing because if a company or a country decides they're going to artificially do it they can hold the world hostage and i think they're worried about that especially yeah. because you know there's a lot of anti-china sentiment out of the u.s at the moment um yeah. and now you can see why because they see how much of a threat it is if china said we're keeping everything in-house now get fucked the world is is in trouble if they decided to not release a single semiconductor but correct they cripple themselves financially so they wouldn't do it but yeah. they could is the point good times <laughs> Uh, now, Black Widow. God, I feel for 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 Scarlett Johansson and the full cast of this movie you mean you because it's the only stuff. one that's not snapped into a time frame in the MCU. Yeah, it is the will just put you into wherever feels good time slot. I think this is what is it the sixth or seventh delay for this movie now? Oh, Jesus! It's a lot. It's a lot. It was supposed to be when originally? Sometime last year? February? Last I want to say it was November the year before it might have even been. Was I it? can't remember. Oh, I think you're November of 2019? Oh, no, 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 no. Because when was Endgame? Okay. I think Endgame was around then. Yeah, but it was um, supposed to be... It was, I don't know now. Was it, cause it was supposed to be the first thing after Homecoming. Oh, sorry, Far From yeah, Home. Uh, I think that was November in 2019. Or-ish, anyway. I don't know, man. Either way, it's been bounced a lot. Because a lot yeah. of time was just like, oh, it'll be a month, it'll be a month, it'll be a month type yep. things. And then it was three months, six months. All right, 20, 2021 then. Yeah. So yeah, um, they finally caved on something they said they were not going to do, uh, which is allow that movie to be simultaneously in cinemas and on Disney+. Plus. So yeah, July 9th. The fact they've committed to that, this will be the last delay. Yeah. Oh, we... uh, they won't delay it now again. I think we knew this was going to happen. Oh, 100%. I, I think personally, they were waiting to see what things like Wonder Woman 84 and Justice League did. Yeah. And then soft tests like Raya, Raya. which is obviously you got to pay that extra money. Um, and also, they obviously, they jacked up the pricing of Disney Plus this month too. Yeah. Uh, bunch of jerks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So you put all that together and then you've got another draw card basically saying, oh, what's that? Theaters are still closed. Oh, okay. Uh, well, now you're going to have to go to a slightly more expensive Disney Plus if you uh, want to get in on that. Again, I think it was a low price to begin with. Yeah. So we all knew when it was released and that low price is what they had quoted. Like, it's not going to stay this way. No. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. Black Widow, July 9th. It's officially there. Now, at the same time, they announced delays as well. So what was the final story? I think we've got Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings is going to be October eternals yeah. november spider-man december yes Sounds now right. the thing is with those three i don't think they can afford to delay them anymore even no. if the world is still like fucked or a fourth wave puts everyone back at home uh yeah i don't think they can delay it because no. the timeline for the all of phase four is kind of locked needing those three as a launch pad agreed they're having a yeah thing. they can't move it too much because then you not only that you also have the tv shows and stuff that like they had a clear plan mm. of how all this is going to lay out. Like moving, um, what should we call it? Moving uh, Black Widow out further actually does have an impact on that. Uh, do you think it does? Well, I mean, it, it had... doesn't tie into any other story except no, no, for no. the new Black Widow, maybe in case she popped up somewhere else. Because it would have made sense to me to have uh, the new actress come mm. into uh, Winter Falcon. It's a perfect storyline to bring in a new widow. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But um, from what we saw in the trailers, it looks like Sharon Carter is going to be playing that particular like, type of role for mm -hmm. this. Obviously, we haven't seen her yet, but nope. it looks like that's where it's going. So yeah, there you go. Disney. 
all happening there as per usual. Um, speaking of Moon Knight, we now know that it's getting pretty close to uh, amping up because we've seen Oscar Isaac releasing on social media uh, footage of his training regime, and he is looking bad ass. He's looking. I saw that. I'm like, wait, that's Oscar Isaac? Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. He's definitely leaning into the look of like crazy, disheveled old kook, which is yeah. awesome. But yeah. I mean, he can move, man. I've been really impressed watching him. He's got some like really good like BJJ style techniques and things where you're like, dude, should you be doing that in like training? Because if you fuck that up on that loop, you're going to tear that guy's shoulder out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess um, I didn't which know is, the, the, the technical yeah. aspect of a lot of the moves. So it's like, it looked really cool, but I didn't realize like how potentially dangerous it could be to train like that. Oh, there was one where he went straight over and put a guy into like a modified sort of not Kimura, but kind of like a reverse Kimura type elbow lock. And yeah, you're just going, Jesus, that was close. Mm. Like, cause it's just when you're moving at that kind of speed, like when you're there training with your friends and it's not like at a tournament or things like that, there's certain things that you just don't do. Mm -hmm. And if you do do them, you slow them down to let your mate know, you 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 know I had you, bro. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know I had you, right? <laughs> Whereas yeah. they're training like it is the real deal. So I love the idea of it, but as someone who's had like, you know, things pulled out by a friend getting a little bit carried away during Ooh. training, you're like, fuck you. That's rough to watch. Ooh. Yeah. So no, good though. Uh, Suicide Squad trailer dropped yesterday. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What, so what do you think? We need more red band trailers. That's my first thought. We need more 100%. red band trailers. But I love how this thing opened up and they were planning that heist. Like, okay, we got to go in. We got to get her. We got to go rescue her. We're not leaving anybody behind. And she just shows up behind him. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And she's like, we're trying yeah. to come and get you. He's like, oh, well, I mean, I can go back in. And yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> It who was your um from the trailer who was your standout who did you sort of look at and go oh shit uh king shark yeah like, same he looked kind of kind of goofy but again it's a giant fucking shark on land I mean, what do you expect yeah. <laughs> i thought i was actually really surprised by how good a representation it actually looks like yeah it literally looks like a shark on land <laughs> mm -hmm. now like man here is something i didn't know until i was doing some last minute screening before the show did you see who's voicing king shark no i did not it's stallone what yeah well stallone I posted out on his social media the trailer this morning i was like check it out guys here's me He's like wait what that was you i had no idea Apparently, it's Stallone is, <laughs> is King Shark. <laughs> if that's, that's awesome. which it seems true, which is fucking rad. It just adds more star power to that freaking already crowded roster of characters. Yeah, man. King Shark. That's hilarious to me. Yeah. Like, put that on the posters. Like, having Rocky as a giant shark man. Oh. <laughs> I have a tiger, nothing. Shark fin. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone here looked pretty good. I think the representation they've done of the thinker looks insanely cool too, with uh, Capaldi from Doctor Who uh, mm -hmm. playing that role. Mm -hmm. It looks really good, like comic yeah. and video game accurate, which I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah. Uh, somebody was saying though, what, what was, uh, is it Peacemaker? Is that the one who is? John Cena? Yeah, John Cena. It was like, okay, you know the second I saw John Cena in this, I am in. But it was like the whole bit about eating a bag of dicks. Oh, like, that was so funny. First is freaking Idris Elba saying, oh, I think she eat a bag of dicks. And he's yeah. like, okay. And he was like, if there was a bag, if, 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 you know, this whole beach was full of dicks and I had to eat it mm. for, for uh, you know, for freedom or whatever, I would do it. Like, well, okay. Yeah. And that's the funny thing too. Cause like when they said that character is basically, okay, here's the concept. He's like, he's Captain America, but a bit of a douchebag, right? <laughs> that one snippet from that trailer I understand that character completely. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm so excited for this movie. And I think, again, if, if we had this conversation before Suicide Squad 1, he said, oh man, I can't wait for the sequel. People look at you like you're a lunatic. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing a, a off-the-leash James Gunn. Yes. Like, I mean, yeah. Guardians was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But what I, I want to see what he's allowed to do without someone at Disney going, oh, you need to be careful with that. You can't say this. You can't say that. And just going, you know, DC is obviously going to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, make yeah. it happen. Yeah. And the fact that the cast, every single member of the cast has done any kind of interview referring to this, every single one of them talks about how much ridiculous fun they had on this 
wow. on this shoot. Okay. So when you hear that, when you hear that kind of stuff consistently, if that kind of energy was there on set, then the possibility for this man is just being an absolute nerd banger for the for the ages. Oh, and yeah. the fact that he said that like, you know, this is a suicide squad. It's not gonna be like this other bullshit. A lot of them are going to die. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's good. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I come in. Could you have imagined three years ago living in a world where we were excited to see a Justice League re-release and anticipating a sequel to Suicide Squad? Oh, no. <laughs> Under no circumstances. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I'm more disappointed now that like it's been three years and the plan for DC looks even worse. You know, but the fact that there is a couple of lights in the tunnel, like, you know, Snyder Cut was a dramatic improvement. Yeah. It's still far from a perfect movie, sure. Um, but the fact that, you know, they can tell those stories in a much better way, great. Suicide Squad is probably the only thing on that DC roster that I look at and go, this is going to be exceptional. I think yeah. Black Adam's going to be fine. I yeah. really like The Rock. I think they'll do a good job with it. But I do worry that Black Adam, if you lean too much into the super serious side of his personality... And it is set in ancient Egypt too. Mm-hmm. Is that it can feel a little bit dry. I mean, oh, having shit. something set in ancient Egypt is not a guarantee for success. <laughs> um, AKA Tom Cruise is the mummy. Oh, right. Yeah, it's it's not the instant bank that it used to be. It used to be set something in ancient Egypt, make it a big feature film like you know Ben Hur and everything after that. Uh, that's all gone now. You have to tell a very interesting story, and unfortunately, that's not a there's larger than life characters, but a lot of the time they're not played that way. They're played yeah. very dry, very straight. So I don't know what they're going to do for that movie, but they need to figure that out. And I think maybe they tonally shift it a little bit and make him a little bit more likable. I think that might give him the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, Stark treatment, that they're going to make him way less of a, a hateable dick uh, in his worst moments than perhaps they were going to. Overall, again, I'm I'm eagerly anticipating what they're going to be doing with mm. this. And you mentioned before, it's James Gunn. Yeah, I, you know he he did he took a group of lesser known heroes or or comic book characters and oh, turned one them... of which was a tree and another one was a squirrel. It, I mean, a raccoon. I mean, yeah. let's be real. Everyone everyone saw the videos, the ads for that, including me, going, "The fuck is this?" Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, and that fat guy from Parks and Rec? What the fuck's he doing? Is he yeah. an action hero now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Vin Diesel says like three words? What? You know? Yeah. What are you talking about? I didn't even know it was him because it wasn't in the ads. Like, Vin yeah. Diesel is Groot. Yeah. You know? What? What? Yeah. So, and who's this? Who's this? Dave Batista? What, wrestling? What, what did he used to do? Oh, I, I knew Batista. He? he was like the only one that I did know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, you knew him, but like, he wasn't like a huge star at that point, right? No, no, this is this is the thing that made it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now he's showing up all over the place. So that's that to me is the the connective tissue here that that I, has me thinking this agreeing with you. Like this is probably going to be the best DC movie when all is said and done. I I mean it has potential. I yeah. mean if it really goes into it and really goes for it, which it sounds like they have. Like the fact they're saying it's going to be like the. Uh, what do they call it? I think it was like the apocalypse now of comic book movies. Oh, like, really? Uh, it was one of those. They were saying it's going to feel more like one of those kind of war films than it is going to be like a traditional comic book movie. Oh, nice. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I can't wait. Uh, when is this for? It's not this year, right? 2022? Or I... is it this year? Is it this year? I don't remember seeing a release oh, fuck, date. I'd be excited if it was this year. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't see a release date. Holy shit. August 6th? What? I'm hard again. It's that close? (gasps) I guess. Oh, that's great news. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, August 6th. Yeah, and simultaneously on HBO. And then. That's right. Because it was part of that list of movies that they said were coming out this year that were also. Go simultaneous. And because that's been making him a fair bit of coin, there's no way they'll bump it either. So this is really good news. I wonder s- when Peacemaker shows up, um, that TV series, because that's the spinoff. Yes. Um, I think it's already filmed, because I think they went straight from that yep. to that. I believe that was the case. They were immediately filming Let's Peacemaker. have a quick check here. Um... 
also there haven't been any peacemaker is very much under wraps for now it's scheduled to begin production 2021 so yeah it looks like he just it looks like gun is due to finish all that up before he starts guardians 3 so we knew guardians 3 hadn't started production yet yeah um and they're filming what's in australia right now thor love and thunder i think a lot of the cast is down there from guardians anyway i know that your yes. girlfriend was down there recently <laughs> karen yeah <laughs> karen great hey? great the only care she has to be named karen god damn it and she's a ginger <laughs> I, who would ever thought that your like biggest crush in the world would be a woman named karen and a ginger uh well the second part i've made no like uh, i have not hit that at all uh because you think about it you know christina Hendricks, allison hannigan yeah mm. I, I, yeah Oh, look, there's been some fierce redheads. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think, I think the only one who doesn't fit that mold is... Um, uh, Rob Weasley? No, Kat. Kat Dennings. She doesn't... Kat Daniels? Who's Kat Dennings? Kat Dennings. Oh, Kat Dennings. She's she not a ginger, she? I know, she's not. I was like, she doesn't fit that that mold. She doesn't fit that, like... But hey, she did. No, I'm kidding. Um, she's like, no, she's the only one that's like, ooh, Kat Dennings. Well, not a redhead, but still... <laughs> oh, your crush, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's oh, she's on your list, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Do you have that list with your wife? The list of five chicks that if you Fuck ever no, she would never go for anything like that. I mean, ha. even if it was, she'd be like, no, why would you want to do that? I'm like, why? Well, who who'd be on her list? Is she an Idris Elba fan? I swear uh, to God, every probably... everyone I know wants to either bone um, Idris Elba or Michael B. Jordan. Usually, think... Michael B. Jordan. I think both of those would probably be on her list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I'm trying to think who else would be. I'm not sure. Because she's never the kind of person that's like, ooh. Right? Yeah. When anybody ever shows up. Yeah, my wife's a little bit like that too. She keeps that under wraps. Like, you know, it's fine to talk about, right? Because I'm just saying right now, that chick on screen is hot. Right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like the chances of me meeting this person and then God forbid anything happening are like, I could go buy a lottery ticket and win the lottery. Yeah, and... yeah. I reckon I've pointed out handsome dudes more than my wife has. I was yeah. like, oh God, I would fuck Ryan Reynolds. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, she just, only because, yeah, he's yeah. just a hilarious uber nerd and I love it. I think for her, she doesn't think that way. She's more of a, she has to be like mentally and emotionally connected with somebody before she's like, Ooh. right. She probably would have like fuck. Uh, was it Hugh Laurie Peak House? Uh, uh, no, because she's not in the uh, pale people. <laughs> oh, okay. So she's racist, is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the one thing uh, she says like she's she's never actually dated a white guy in her entire life, despite her being quite. My white. sister says something all the time that she's only really interested in uh, non-white guys. Yeah. And yet all she seems to date from what I've seen uh, is white guys. So oh. who knows? No, no. She she literally backs it up. Like she has not oh, never yeah. dated, not in her entire life, never dated a white oh, guy. Well played. You're into what you're into, man. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And on that note of equality, I think let's just get out of here before I make another <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, this has been the nerdy news of the week. God, it's a good year to be a nerd. Fuck me, so much good stuff. This Suicide Squad trailer, man, I'm so amped on this. I I am equally gutted that the game's not coming out at the same time because I have Uh, no doubt I'm going to want to go from that and just go straight into the game. It looks so good too. I think I want that game more than Gotham Knights now. Well, so that game also is is being developed by uh, Rockstar or Rocksteady. Sorry, I know. Yeah, Yeah, so... You- it's got potential, bro. Yeah. 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 Let's make it happen. All right, folks, if you have enjoyed what you've heard here today, make sure you rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, head over to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash A&R pod if you want to support the show. And then lastly, join the conversation over at Discord, discord.me forward slash A-N-R. Hooch, thank you very much for another big week, mate. Always fun. Bye. I'm in Chewbacca 84, and I'm not signing off like that. So I'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. All right, cheers. Yeah.